Viewer discretion is advised for this love theme podcast. The content may contain discussions and sensitive topics related to relationships, dating, and love. Some content may not be suitable for all listeners, especially those uncomfortable with open and vulnerable conversations. We encourage our listeners to practice self-care and to reach out to a trusted friend or professional if they need support. You have no friends, you have me. Welcome to the Lost Lover Boy Podcast. Welcome. To another episode of the Lost Lover Boy podcast. We on episode, god damn it. Um, one of them motherfuckers. We probably on like eight for real. I think this eight. Um, this episode is on Christmas. So, you know, I shot this on Christmas. Today is Christmas. Merry Christmas. Um, if I didn't fuck it, hang all the mistletoe. You know what I'm saying? Like, get under that mistletoe, kiss somebody. I hope your Christmas was just as lovely as mine. Me and my son actually celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve because, you know, I do the 50, 50 co-parenting thing. And it's only right. It's only right that I actually, you know, um, I got to share. I got to share. I really didn't want to. It made me really, really sad when he was actually leaving last night. Um, but I know he's going to have a great time with his mother. She's an incredible mother. I know he misses his mother. Um, today's episode is, 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 is one of them ones. One of them ones where I got to bring y'all that stiff truth. One of them ones where I got to bring y'all that, you know, that gut-wrenching shit you don't really want to hear. Uh, yeah, this is that episode. Uh, oh, I got that Lost Lovers merch on. Lost Lover Boy, you know what I'm saying, merchandise coming soon. I actually waited. Um, I know y'all really, really want these, but I got something included in all those initial pre-orders. I got something special coming in. I got, hope you guys like it. I doubled the value of your purchase. Uh, that's, that's what I had to do to let y'all know I care. This is actually the first release. This is my first time ever putting it on. Um, the fit is incredible. The, the quality is incredible. I can't wait till you guys get it. Wait till you guys send me those pictures, videos. Give me, send me everything because I'm going to put together a commercial with the music playing. And it's going to be, come with me. Hey, baby, I'll take you to places. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be some of that. So I can't wait till you guys actually get it, put it on. Um, if, you, if you're new here, I always got to put that out there. If you're new here and it's your very first episode of the Lost Lover Boy podcast, welcome. This is a safe space for all of the lovers out there, all of the helpless romantics, lost lover boys, lost lover girls, goddamn healing hearts, all the... Welcome. You are, you are one and the same here. This is the space for you. You understand what I'm saying? Um, today's episode, a lot of people assume that they heard me talk about my depression and what I went through in like 2021 and 2022 and going forward. They assume depression and heartbreak is the same thing. Not the same. It's, you can heal in a similar manner. It can have similar aesthetics or feels, but two different things. Um, so many people DM me and message me and, and all of these things saying that, how did I heal? And, you know... Healing from Heartbreak, I spoke on in episode three of the Lost Lover Boy podcast. Um, the card is for it. It's going to be right here. So please click, check it out. Um, in this episode, I really want to go over heartbreak. When a heartbreak? Why a heartbreak? What is heartbreak? Um, so people can actually get that deep dive and understand, like, you know, um, it's, not, it's not easy. It's not always easy. Um, but so... This episode is called When the Heart Breaks. I actually spoke about a song sung by Ben Rector that I actually got a little emotional to one time in the midst of my healing journey. Um, beautiful, beautiful song. If you, if you hurting and you want to go check it out, if you don't feel like crying, you know you really want to might want to wait till you 
do some healing first. Um, but if you want to check it out, by all means. That boy say, you don't need Jesus till you're here. You don't need Jesus till you're at this point of heartbreak and you're trying to heal and you're trying to do better. Um, but what are we starting this? Fuck. Y'all know I don't do anything scripted. I don't write these things down. These videos I make in my car all off the top. This is how I feel. I'm just getting it off my chest. You understand what I'm saying? This is real life. Um, so what are we going to start? I'll start off by telling you guys what heartbreak is. To me, definition-wise. Definition is realizing you're wrong. Realizing you ain't got the answers. Realizing what you saw for yourself is not how your life is going to play out. Um, heartbreak is taking the idea of this life you've created for you and a person and, and, and understanding it ain't that. Understanding life ain't that. Life's not going to be that. It's not going to be that simple. Um, understanding that you have work to do. Heartbreak is understanding. It's untying that knot you had with this person, whether you want to or not. You can have a broken heart in wanting to, to separate. I just want people to know that. Your heart can be broken even if it's you walking away. You, st you still can be broken. Like I don't think a lot of people know that, but heartbreak. Heartbreak is that idea of saying, damn, all I created for my... Let me tell you something. Just like I said, your grandma don't know what it's like to have a man envious of how much money you make. Your grandma also don't know what it's like to have a heartbreak in this day and age. This day and age is so hard because of things like social media and phones and all of these things keeping us so correlated, so tied into one another. Yo, your heart get broken and you got to see every other day that this motherfucker smiling and singing and happy? Oh, no. That's disgusting for me. Oh, I don't like it. I just don't like it. But the thing about heartbreak in this day and age is it's so much harder because we believe that people's social media lives is the life they live in. See, people ain't posting their arguments and people ain't posting when they cook some shit and fuck the meal up. They only posting the Thanksgiving plates. They ain't posting... The, 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 the negative amounts in a bank account. They just posting when they go out of town. And we begin to believe that that's all people are. And let me tell you something. When two people separate, there's always one person who's, who's living after that breakup. There's always another person who's down in the dumps, who just can't seem to find themselves, who have lost sight of all that. That's usually how heartbreak is. Heartbreak is that exchange of energy. But if you can walk away with your energy intact, hey, praise to you. I'm going to clap it up for you. But there's usually two people. One who's heartbroken, and they're not going to feel it till later. And there's another who's heartbroken, and they felt that shit for so long, they don't need to feel it later. They don't want to feel it later. Can y'all guess which one I am? No, but I'm not saying, you know, my ex is... is is heartbroken and going, that's not what I'm saying. Um, I believe she's happy. I hope she's happy. I'm clapping it up for everything she got going on and praise to it. I will never, let me put that disclaimer out there too. I am not one to bash anybody at all because let me tell you something else about heartbreak. When you're healing from heartbreak, it's absolutely necessary that you understand that this person did not do it to you. This person did not, they are not the cause for your heartbreak. You're the cause of your heartbreak. You envision this person to be better than what they presented to you. 
But that's your fault for expecting things. They showed you red flag after red flag after red flag. And I, you just kept sending them bitches down. You never, you never attached them to the person, you know? You got to learn to attach. You got to learn to say exactly who they are is exactly who they showing me. And I got to be good with that. And sometimes your heart get broken when you choose to walk away from it. Hey, that's the, that's the thing about life sometimes. Life is like that. But let me tell you something else. Um, me, myself, I took the heartbreak. I took it on the chin. I took it hard on purpose. You don't know why? Because in order to heal, you got to feel. And that leads us right into the next segment of this heartbreak. After you understand what heartbreak is, let me tell you something. You will never heal from anything if you don't accept it first. And let me tell you what that looks like. See, when people get their heart broken, they can either be one or two people. They can be the people, they can be the kind of person that's like, fuck them, fuck this, they did this, fuck that, that, I ain't even gonna get to cussing like that. Um, but, cause grandma, if you watch, hey, grandma, I'm sorry for what I just said. I ain't gonna say it again, huh? You got on me last time, I ain't, huh? But, anyway, there's the person who can live in denial. That's denial, that's all it is. Because now you acting like you never loved them. And that's not it. That's not, don't even be that person. Don't even be that person who, you know, um, fuck my baby daddy. No. Because at some point you love this person. And you may still be in love with this person. That's why you're still speaking about it. Mm. Like that, huh? That's why you're still speaking about it. And that's a fact. You just hurt. And it's okay to be hurt. But don't let your pain take you out of character. Never let your pain introduce you to somebody you don't want to be. Because that's who you're going to permanently become. See, you don't want that. You want to take your time, heal, and understand that you just got work to do. Or you could be that other person. That other person who's, who understands that heartbreak and healing from it is a journey. It ain't got nothing to do with this person. This is a you thing. This is a you thing. I understand shit get hard. And we never ask for it to be hard, but we ask for it, you know? If you say, I want a million dollars, more money, more problems, you ain't what Biggie said? So if you want love, you got to understand that love's a double-sided coin. Sometimes it can get bad. But if love is going to keep it together, see, love is going to keep it together. But if it's not meant to be together, let it go. And realize that it's a healing journey. I do not go around bad talking any ex I've ever had, regardless of how the situation played out. Because what y'all don't understand is I accept the full accountability for anything I did wrong in the relationship. Anything. Whatever that was, whatever that is, I, if any of my exes is watching this right now, for whatever reason in the world, I didn't think anybody did, but I apologize for not being the, my, the best version of me when you had me. I apologize, but all I could do is attempt to be that going forward. Apology accepted? Apology accepted. Okay, cool. Um, but in the midst of understanding what heartbreak is, you got to understand that it's a journey and not a quick one. It ain't no, 
oatmeal that you just, it ain't no minute oatmeal you just throw in the microwave. It's not that. This shit could take months, years, weeks, days, and everybody be talking about it like there's a time frame to healing. There's no time frame. You can be healing for 40 years. If that's what you need to feel like yourself, take that time. And I know 40 years sound extreme, but if you like me, see, I like women who's 93 years old. They've done their healing. Huh? They could pop the teeth. I ain't even going to say it no more because y'all know me. Y'all know me at this point. You feel what I'm saying? We locked it. Ain't no switching. I say that every podcast episode, don't I? But um, after you understood that you, you're going through a heartbreak, accepting it in is the, new, the, the next step. Accept it in. Understand you got to take that time. Watch you some love movies. Cry to them. Play your saddest songs. My saddest songs, what can I give you? It's this song called Her. It's this song by her called For Anyone. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. If you know the song, you know the song. She say, I don't want to love anybody else because you closed that door for me. You understand what I'm saying? You fucked me up so bad that I don't want to. I'm scared to give love to anybody else. And and it's a it's a hell of a song, but it's one it it's those things you gotta sit through. Except when a heart breaks, go play that. You know? Whether it's that angry heartbreak song like Avant Separated. Now that we're separated, we can't stand one another. Right? Oh, but now listen, I ain't even finna dive in that bag like that. But I got a whole Man, let me tell you something. My most streamed song was like Bryson Tiller. It's called um, Let Me Go. I think it's Let Me Go. Back and forth, I'm exhausted. Girl, you know I got options, but I miss it too much to... Hey, just love me or let me go. Love me or let me go. And that's really what it was for me. Like We, 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 we beat around a bush so much that... I could never heal because I didn't know if I wanted to be healed or I wanted to be let the fuck go. And then once I realized that just let, love me or let me go, one of the two, do it, do it properly or let me go completely. Once I realized that, the power was in my, my power was in my hands. It was nothing else I needed to know, nothing else I needed to hear, nothing else I needed to see. Love me or let me go. And when I decided like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good from that. I'm good on that. My, it, I found something in myself that a lot of people don't find. But you have to accept that hurt in. I'm a big empath, right? So, like, I would be watching movies, like, and correlated everything to my old relationship. Like, everything. Um, so when I see people get married, or I, it was actually this movie on Netflix, and it was with Lakeith Stanfield, um, and it was about this relationship, and this was one of the very, very few movies I saw ever, where the couple did not end up together. The, I don't even know what the movie called. If y'all know what the movie called, please help me out. But in the movie, they had this like journey through like college and they grew together and they spent all this time and a couple did not end up together at the end of the movie. She was like in front of some water fountain crying and that's life sometimes. And I was sad with her. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like that sometimes. But the beauty in it all is like, 
I watched movies like 50 First Dates with Adam Sandler. And in this movie, he met this girl who was in a car accident, so her mind would just completely restart at the, every time she went to sleep. Every, all her memory would go back to that same, right the day after that accident. That man wanted that girl, and he wanted that girl so much, he decided that every day he was going to remind her who he was. Till, they get, till you get to the end of the movie, and they living out on his boat. And she wake up, and she, they played it, she, he played this video for her that sums up years of her life. So she knows who this family is. So that when you when you talk about effort, when you talk about effort, I know I got that energy to give. It's just, you know, I'll tell y'all what point I'm at after all of this, but um accepting it in, cry, it's okay to cry. Surround yourself with people that are going to allow you that opportunity to do so. Surround yourself with people who are going to make you feel welcomed. Accept it. Appreciate it. And once you do that, and they know you healing, look, save. This, this is a little embarrassing. Um, but for me, in my healing journey, I, I had to surround myself with family. I remember crying on my son. I remember fucking crying on my homie one time. Like, I was fucked, y'all. I was fucked. God, I was hurt. And um, again, wasn't anything she did to me. It was because the thing about it is everybody in this world is on their own experience. She just out trying to make herself happy. And because that doesn't correlate with what I see fit for my life, I can't blame her. I'm sure her guy's a great guy. You know what I'm saying? They got, it ain't, ain't got nothing to do with me. Ain't got nothing to do with her. She didn't do it to me. I did it to myself. You know? Um, and as long as my kid happy within the midst of everything that's going on, psh, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. But you have to accept that. And right after you've done that acceptance, right after you've taken that time to accept what life is at the moment, and those songs that make you cry and those movies that put you in them feelings. And once you've done that, accept it in, it's okay to miss a person. You're in love with them. It's okay to miss them. You're going to miss them. Like, that's normal. You're going to walk past the store that y'all went into, right? It's this, it's this store called Fat Cat, right? Like, this place in Chicago called Fat Cat. I've only ever went in that motherfucker one time. But y'all don't understand how funny it was to me and my ex that this motherfucking place was called Fat Cat. So anytime I hear the name Fat Cat or anything like that, I'd be like, that's funny as fuck. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Like, it, trust me, it's okay. But understand it was a memory. And that's what we be falling in love with. We fall in love with these memories. Because you can remember all the most... Your happiness, you gonna remember it. That's how your brain works. Your brain wants you to remember those happy moments. It's okay. But the thing about it is, think about it. Now, if I ask you to name me an argument you and your partner had, one of them small ones that just kept y'all without talking for a night, you couldn't. You couldn't. Because that's how life works. When you're in that moment, you, you never stop and be like, damn, baby, this ain't worth, worthy of us arguing. Damn, baby, this ain't even a big deal. How you feel, I'm going to tell you how I feel, 
we're going to put them bitches together and make a this is how we feel Sunday and we're going to drink them bitches and we're going to understand each other. You understand? But in the, in the midst of those moments, you can't do that. It's super, super hard to do. You understand what I'm saying? But you're going to remember those happy moments. You ain't really going to remember them bad ones. So if you're in a relationship and you're listening to this, next time y'all getting some petty ass argument, attempt to understand each other so y'all don't end up separated. So y'all don't end up apart and you end up missing that person you fell in love with. You don't want that. Wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy. Especially if it's a kid in the middle. Especially if it's a kid involved. You don't want that. Trust me. But right after you after you've accepted that heartbreak into your life and you said, damn, my heart is broken. I need to heal. Okay, it's time for this healing journey, you know? And um, I'll tell you something about my healing journey and take this as you want. As a man, I had to do what I had to do. I blocked my child's mother on every social media site I had. I had to. It's not because we can't be cool. It's not because she ain't who she is to me. I couldn't see it anymore. I couldn't see her happy. I couldn't see her, Logan, and whoever making memories, and I wasn't a part of it. I couldn't see it. I did it for me. I took a stance for me. I took a stance in saying, this ain't good for my healing. I got to cut it off. See, you got you to learn to cut, cut, cut it where it is. You got to learn to understand. You got to do what's best for you. And I understand that's hard. Super, super hard. Because it was days I was just like, damn, I just want to go on there and see what she up to. Don't do it. Don't do it. Heal. Take your time. My mother once told me, like, that if you constantly go back there, you're there. That's, that's what it is. Ain't no dipping your toe in and walking away. You're there. And unless you're willing to put all that needed time in to heal and feel better and do what it takes to actually feel better, like getting somebody out of plain sight. The thing about heartbreak is, like, in order to do it, you almost have to force your mind to believe that this person is of no significance to you. You got to force your mind to believe that this, this idea of value you had of them is like, it's not it. It's not what it is. Like, for example, because we're like, you know, 30, 40, 27, 20, you know, these, in these ages, right? We get into relationships and we start to believe that we start to form our lives around this, these people. We start to say, when we 50, we're going to be doing this. and We're going to have this many kids. And when we 70, and we're going to get this house. And we're going to... And all you ever know while you're in that relationship is that this is the way your future is going to go. But let me tell you something. This shit ain't written. This shit is not a page you could flip to to see what your life is going to look like. Every day you're contributing to what your life is going to look like. And unless you're willing to... Unless you're willing to completely detach... It's, it's too hard to do. I ain't even finna say that. There's no detaching while somebody's standing there. If you love somebody, you're going to love them all the time they're there. It was the small things for me that I fell in love with that I had to detach with. I had to detach and saying, this person is not mine. I don't own them. I used to be like, those are my feet. Them ain't my feet. Them not my hands. 
This person is not mine. She gonna go out one day and she gonna have more kids and it's okay. I'm okay with that. Because I'm living my own human experiences I'm gonna go out and do the same thing. But that's where healing gets you. That's why you gotta take that time. But in the midst of taking that time, like I said, heal. And in healing, you have to detach sometimes. This person may only been a chapter in your book. And you thought they was the whole book. You thought it was the Dimitri and da 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 book. You thought it was the Christopher and Alicia book. You thought it was the Clarence and Monet book. But no, it ain't. It's your individual book. Even your children are just characters in the story. This is your book. You writing this motherfucker. And you don't know the end, so stop trying to say what the end going to be. That's between you and the man upstairs. Because this shit is, right now you could be living one life, and next year you could be living a whole different one. Trust me, I know. Trust me. I absolutely know. I got merchandise, y'all. What? What we doing? Big as a what? What, what, Draco? Jacob? Big as a what? No, but... um. Your life could be completely different. And everything you shaped around this person, you just got to unshape. That's why y'all hear me speaking and manifesting this Miss Wiley. And saying how I can't make the, wait to meet her because I don't know. I don't know anymore. I thought I knew. I, I unlearned. And you need to do that. Go, go, go take on some new activities. Because all of your favorite activities center around who you became in that relationship. That's our that's our problem nowadays. And I, I, I nowadays, two people get into a relationship and they become one person. Not how it should go. You should still be you. You should still do what you love. Do what you like. Do what's going to make you feel happy. Do what brings you peace. Do what pr brings you fulfillment. Because if you don't, you're gonna lose yourself to this relationship if it ever e if it ever ends. I never ever in my life saw myself outside this person. Y'all know the story. I was thirteen. I'm 27 years old now. That was half my life. You know? And um, you, you really got to learn to remember to be who you are. And I know that now more than ever. The advice I could have gave myself when I was in that relationship or in any other relationship, the advice I could have gave myself then that I, that I didn't, come on. I am all I needed back then. Hey, I would have came to myself, I would say, listen, look, bro, let me get this off my chest real quick because, you know, I just want to make sure you know this, but that's the reason I do it today. So nobody ends up in any, any of these boats I'm in. Nobody ends up with a podcast talking about broken hearts when it's rain did. <laughs> nah, that's crazy, though. Don't even, it ain't even like that. But I just... That's why you do it. You got to learn to remember that you're, you're your own individual person. And when we speak of like the soft girl era, you got to allow that to remain constant even when you're in a relationship. Still be that soft girl while you're in a relationship. But what you have to do is you got to detach. After heartbreak, detach. Learn exactly who you are. Because I promise you, there is no greater self-awareness you'll ever find like one after heartbreak. 
There's nothing like it. God going to walk you into exactly who you need to be. And things are just going to start happening for you. Doors are just going to start open, opening. I'm a better parent due to heartbreak. I was a great parent before, so don't ever get it fucked up. But I'm a better parent now. Because all of my attention is to my son when I have him. You know? It got to be like that sometimes. But the thing about it is, once you detach, you're giving yourself the opportunity to find yourself. Go out and do something new. I hit the gym. Hey, I can't even, y'all can't even, man, what? I just put the nipple on it. Y'all, I couldn't even show y'all. But just know, like, it's things you got to do. Go bike. Go for a walk. Listen to music. Matter, matter of fact, I got one special for you. I brought it today, and it's in the studio. Hold on one second. Let me get in here. Oh no. Hold on now. Bear with me. Follow with me. Follow with me one time. Y'all with me? Y'all back? Okay, listen. I'm, I, I didn't, I, I do things spur to the moment. So forgive me. If I was going for 10 seconds, please forgive me. But everything spur to the moment with me. Uh, this journal I brought to this studio because this has been in my life for a little minute now. Um, it's some shit in here that, you know, I'm a little embarrassed about. So I'm going to read it. Uh, let's open it up. This journal goes back from, look at that, look at that right there. Let me, let me, let me, let me get y'all up and, up and close. Can, can y'all see any of that? Y'all might can't see that. Ah, oh, fuck it. Um, this journal, my very first entry into this journal was to a man I met. His name was Kenny. Um, and Kenny was like this older white guy, probably like 65, 70 years old. We were never destined to become friends, but we did because I resonate with love so heavily. When I first met Kenny, he was married. He was a real, that's it individual. He was a real, I love my wife, that's it. I don't got to talk to nobody else. And his wife would like make him sandwiches every day for work. And um, yeah, in the midst of me knowing Kenny, his wife died. And we were never too close yet. And when his wife died, he started going to the bar every day for like lunch. And I would go with him. Every day. I, I couldn't even drink. I remember being like 20 years old. Kenny was actually the first person to buy me my first drink. Old white dude. We were never destined to become friends. He don't know shit about no hip hop. But um, let me give y'all what, what a journal entry of mine sounds like. It says, Dear Kenny, I know I never actually got to say goodbye. He died when COVID happened. Um, but I somehow feel like no goodbye was needed. From the first words to the last words we spoke, I've cherished all of them. I honestly don't uh, know if I've ever told you, but I love you, old man. I've always felt like we were never supposed to meet, but when we did, I actually sit, I actually sit and reflect on it, and I know it was God that put that put such a different, unusual set of friends together. I needed you around like I only hoped you needed me. I'm praying they actually have a funeral, even though you did not want one. He was such a grumpy-ass old dude. And Kenny, if you listen to this, listen, man, I'm on your ass. Um, truth be told, I would do anything to see my boy one last time. And it's funny because I've never understood why they show bodies at funerals until now. I only, And I swear to God, this is facts, but I was probably 
22 writing this. Uh, it, no, I was probably like 22, hold on. COVID happened in what? No, I was probably like 25. Um, but why they show bodies at funerals until now? I hope all of your time is spent in your wife's arms. I can only imagine how she's missed you. We'll always be missing you. Well, I say, well, I'll be missing you now, buddy. I'm sorry. When I be emotional, I write very fast. My handwriting is really super crazy neat, but I write in pen. I just be writing real fast. And until we meet again, rest well, my friend. P.S. I'm going to be playing I'll Be Missing You by Diddy. Uh, hey, don't look at me because I said Diddy like that. This was years ago. I'm going to be playing I'll Be Missing You by Diddy. I know you don't know the song, but if you see me crying, it's not because I'm weak or sad but more because I know you've been so strong. See you later. That man battled cancer. That man's wife was battling cancer. That man was a, a hell of an individual, but such a good friend um, to this young black boy. He had thrown me in his car and we would drive down to the bar and we'd just sit and talk and learn each other. And it was crazy. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. Another entry. Um, I'll give you another one. It's deep, y'all. This is deep. Um, I actually wrote in here the other day, um, which is crazy. Fuck. Um, it says April 20th. I don't even know what I'm about to read, but fuck it. April 20th. Dear God, why does love have to be so hard? Why must I be scarred in order to be valued or loved? I've always been exactly who I am now to everyone I've known. I can't make her love me. I can't make her see me as I've always seen her. I've made mistakes, but I've forgiven myself and always fought for her to do the same. People swear love is some incredibly hard concept to understand, but I've always gotten it because I've always known what I've wanted to be shown. I give it to our creation, which is Logan, every chance I get. Nothing and no one will ever make my son feel less than. I've been through and experienced enough so that he will never have to. I still see her face when I look at him and honestly think I always will. But no matter, but no more being cheated by love. No more undervalued. No more feeling less than. I tell everyone the greatest thing you can do for yourself is know your worth. Now that I know now that I know it, I have to stand behind it. I love me when no one does. Stay who you are, Kev. God damn. And that was April 20th of 2021. Fuck. It says April 24th at 5 a.m. It literally says at 5 a.m. God, it's so hard for me to rest with a heavy heart, but I see you have a plan for me. I know I'm doing what you want me to. If rest must be given to earn the blessing, so be it. So be it. And then it says, loving you is my greatest sin. Wow. Um, it's some shit in here. But I'm really, I'm really tying myself into a feeling I don't want to be tied into. Um, so I'm going to put that down. But anyway, um, journaling. I grabbed all that to say. And journaling is another way to release. Journaling is a way to put those emotions out and leave it right there on that page. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've, done some, I've done some journaling. And if you in that journal, if I mentioned you in that journal and you in my life, I, I, I care something about you tremendously or have cared something about you tremendously or you are a figure in my life, um, something tremendous. 
But journal, um, go to the gym, walk, read, meet new people, surround yourself and family. There's so much, so many things you can do that will allow you opportunities to detach. If you forever is going to be stuck on those memories after you've accepted, understand that what comes next is moving on. I often tell people those sad songs won't seem as sad to you once you've taken your time to heal. Once you're done healing, hey, it's going to be love music every day going forward. Feels like a head rub playlist. Shout out to every single body, person who sent me song suggestions. I've added so many of them motherfuckers. Right now I'm stuck on this song called Roller Coaster by Malia. Loving you since I've known you. Feeling like It's been felt like a roller coaster and I don't want to come down. I don't want to come down. I was on TikTok singing Heaven Can Wait by Michael Jackson. Let me tell y'all something. I'm thinking about starting up this segment where I break down these love songs and these heartbreak songs or what I actually... Heaven Can Wait, for example. That man told God, if you were to come get me right now and my time was up on earth, just return me to my baby. Listen, I don't want to leave my baby behind. And to me, that's exactly what love feels like. That's exactly what it is. That's exactly... I'm going to tell the man himself... I ain't done yet. Send me back to my baby because I can't stand to see another another one kissing her, touching her. That's me. That's mine. No. But I'm thinking about doing that segment called um, Deeper Than Music, A Love Song of 20. Something like that. I don't know. We're going to figure it out. Um, But it's going to be about songs that I think are absolutely incredible. Um... And we're going to break them down. I don't know if that's something y'all want to see. But after you've taken that time to detach, I promise you, what comes next is finding yourself in those little things. And I found myself in so many things these days. My hand is all over the place. I've been everywhere. Um, And this is what I was going to speak on earlier, but I I said I'll save it for the end of the video. The point I'm at in life right now. Yeah, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm healed enough for a relationship. Absolutely. But I I also am wise enough now to understand that what's good for me or what is right for me or what God has for me, he'll introduce me to her before a relationship is ever on a table. Our talking stage is going to seem so comfortable. Our conversations are going to seem so peaceful. So when I tell you like, if I ever look you in your face and say you just too peaceful, that might be it. You might be, you might be sweeping that boy off the market. Uh, that might be it. Because all these days I'm looking for is peace. And um, right now I really haven't given myself time enough to accept that end to my life at the moment. I'd love to. Um, but I feel like there's something... We building and we got going on. Everybody keeps saying, take a break, take a break, take a break. Today felt like one. Um, and I'm blessed to have had that. But heartbreak is, heartbreak is something, you know. And um, I just want to let you know that the point of this episode was to say, you're stronger than you think. You just got to know the, know the steps so you can apply because... Structure is necessary for any, any kind of growth, you know, and um, give yourself that grace. Please give yourself that grace. It's going to hurt. You should miss that person. It should be hard. 
But once you're done, you're done. You've done everything you needed to do. And you can sit back and be proud of yourself in saying, I did it. I got over who I never thought I'd get over. You know, um, love is everything to me. Love is my entire existence. Love is my being. And um, heartbreak just coincides with it. It's the other end of the coin. But if you can love, you can hurt. And allow yourself to hurt so you can allow yourself to feel better and find yourself. And you can walk around with this aura and you can fall in your soft girl era and you could, you know, just, hey, fellas, same for you if you're listening, man. It's possible. You just got to give yourself that needed time. So we're going to go over it again. First, you got to understand what heartbreak is. Two, you got to understand that you, your heart has been broken. Accept it in. Take your necessary time to cry, but when you're done, you're feeling better. Watch those movies. If, if love movies are your thing, like love movies are my thing, you watch them bitches. You know? Um, detach. Learn to detach. Understand and, and figure out what your life should look like with you as the main character. Okay, now that you've detached, you found yourself. Find, find yourself. Go out and do everything necessary for you to find yourself. Do things you've never done but you dreamt of doing. Travel. See the world. Try a drink you ain't never had in your life. Put on clothes. Get dressed. Keep yourself well-groomed. All those things will make you feel better. I promise you. And if that ain't helping, stream Love, Lost Love Boy podcast. Stop fucking around. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> Stop fucking around. But, um... I hope this helps somebody. I hope there's somebody out there who can understand that it's a journey. And with it being a journey means we got work to do. And um, merch is coming soon. I love each and every one of you beautiful people who purchased something. They told me to ask some sweats because they say we want a whole jogging suit now. If that's what we want, that's what we're doing. Hey, huh? Add me on every social media platform. Dimitri Wiley everywhere. Go stream some music. Let me know what you think about it. I got a project coming out I'm working on. It's called For the Lovers. It's a love-themed project with a ton of female artists on it. Um, and we cooking. We cooking. Y'all want to hear a verse off of that? I'll give you a verse real quick. Um, this is a song I'm working on right now with an incredible artist. Her name Nima. And we working on a song called Guilty Pleasures, but... They say we're no good together. I kind of think they just don't understand. A love like this is born once within a hundred years. Sure, we fuss and fight, but nights I'm fortunate to have you here. Rather you call me out my name than call somebody else your man. Say I'm your worst critic, but somehow I'm still your biggest fan. Because love is a balance, and baby, you fucking up my scale. I love you more than I. Your innocence helps it all prevail, the presence of a saint. But somehow I still feel you're my guilty. Hey, that's verse one. I ain't going to give y'all verse two. Because verse two is verse two is to give you up would be the hardest thing I've ever done. I still can't envision days where I wake without your love. I'd rather die a slow death, be burned by a hundred suns than have you up and walk away. Your heart goes, my heart comes, my guilty pleasure. I'll always feel as though we're better together. I sense no point in holidays if we not matching in sweaters, some twin shit. But yeah, you wearing it better. Call your love my drug or whatever is clever because you're my guilty. And... um. We're going to wrap this up here. That concludes this episode of the Lost Lover Boy podcast. And I don't know what the fuck I'll be saying. Peace out.